off you Can't take my eye off you Kim Don't got nothing on you Don't got nothing on you My heart is ready for something I have been telling a long time True love crime, my hope you know that It may hurt for a while Let's slow down, slow down I can see behind that broken smile Nice, sweet, smooth Like Coco Bray, Coco Bray episode of Sam Sales University. Happy Friday. Every day is a good day. I know a lot of you look forward to Friday for the weekend. Well, today we have a very exciting show. We're going to talk about sales strategies of the Don Donald Trump he's been in the news lately so we're going to talk about some of his strategies as a salesman right but before we do that I just want to briefly touch on some activities that you can do while you're here in Miami Miami is the place of opulence and wealth, but if you don't want to break the bank, then there are some activities that you can do, get great food, and uh, be quite honest with you, if the person you're with really cares about you, it doesn't matter what you spend, right? But number one, we have the infamous South Beach. try to avoid South Beach during spring break. I'm not really into the craziness, but this came on the list. It's a great spot for people watching. You can relax without spending a dime. Now, listen, if you had a slow, a slow sales month and you don't have a, you know, money, it doesn't mean you can't have fun. We're going to get you to the point where you can spend some shekels. Anyway, we also have the Art Deco District, uh, the vibrant Art Deco architecture in this historic district. 
you have walking tours often available for a small fee, but you can also enjoy the sights for free by wandering around the colorful streets. We also have Lincoln Road Mall. This pedestrian friendly street is lined with shops and restaurants, cafes, and galleries. You can spend time window shopping, enjoying street performance, and grabbing affordable bites to eat. We also have Ocean Drive. We have a lot of restaurants on Ocean Drive, uh, some high-end restaurants. Um, you can still take a leisurely stroll along the famous strip, snap photos of the neon lights, and soak in the energetic atmosphere without spending much. We also have Loomis Park, which is adjacent to South Beach. So this park offers a great pleasant place to relax, have a picnic, and enjoy the ocean breeze. It's the perfect spot for a budget-friendly outdoor escape. And then we have Wynwood Walls, uh, which is a short drive from Miami Beach, but it is worth the visit for its impressive street art murals. Uh, Wynwood Walls are free to explore, and you can spend some time appreciating the creativity of the artists. We also have the Holocaust Memorial, where you can pay your respects at the Holocaust Memorial, uh, features moving sculptures, a reflecting pool, admission is free, and it offers a great place for reflection and remembrance. We also have Bayfront Park. This downtown park offers beautiful views of Biscayne Bay, walking paths with free yoga classes on certain days, and it's a great place relax and enjoy the scenery without spending a lot of money then you have Hallover Park uh, if you like the beach um, it's a great place I ended up there one day it's actually a nude beach over there if you want to get nude uh, I was there for spring break quite the scenery uh, then, I, uh, then you have Little Havana I love Little Havana. I actually have the active concerts out there. And the empanadas are huge. If you want big empanadas, go to Little Havana. Those empanadas are like twice the size of any other place you go to in Miami. But um, there's a lot of budget-friendly Cuban meals out there. Great food. Um, you can stroll along Caliocho. Um... You know, so, you know, there's some things you could do in Miami that is just cool and chill. And we'll talk about some extravagant places as well in the future episodes. But ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another insightful episode of Sam Sales University. I'm your host, Samuel Bennett. And today we're going to take a deep dive into the world of sales and marketing by examining the remarkable journey of former president donald trump love him or hate him there's no denying his exceptional sales skills that propelled him from business owner to the highest office in the land today we'll analyze how he can um, 
we'll analyze how he leveraged these skills and turn negative situations into positive outcomes, even in the face of adversity. Now, you know, you may say, hey, this guy comes from wealth. We really can't relate to him, but we can still learn from some of his strategies, right? Uh, this is not a political show by any means. So we're just talking about uh, skill sets and sales. So you may or may not like the people I choose, but hey. So the first question is, how did Donald Trump establish his brand as a real estate mogul before entering the world of politics? Well, uh, Donald Trump ascent as a real estate magnet was marked by his astute understanding of branding and marketing. He capitalized on the allure of luxury and success, strategically positioning himself and his properties as symbols of opulence by curating a distinct persona that embodied wealth and accomplishment he created a brand that resonated with aspirational individuals seeking a taste of the high life yes he did a very good job of marketing opulence and wealth you always see his symbols old brass very ostentatious big bigger than life so as we know donald trump made a lot of his wealth in real estate so what are some what are some strategies trump used to market his properties and gain attention in the competitive real estate market and real estate is very competitive. I have I happen to be a licensed realtor, and it's a very competitive business. But if you do well, it's extremely lucrative. So Donald Trump employed a multifaceted approach to market his properties effectively. He recognized the importance of architecture that stood out incorporating bold designs that captured attention and differentiated his developments from the crowd. Collaborations with high-profile architects and designers lent an air of exclusivity to his projects. Furthermore, his aggressive promotional tactics, including leveraging media coverage, press releases, and grand events that generated buzz and anticipation around his properties. So he leveraged media, press releases, events to generate buzz around his properties, which is also around himself, right? But he's the face of his properties. And then he also had the show The Apprentice, which even further catapulted him into the spotlight. And we want to know how did he leverage his appearances on reality TV to enhance his personal brand? 
Well, Donald Trump's involvement in reality TV, particularly as the host of The Apprentice, was a pivotal moment in solidifying his personal brand. His charismatic leadership style and his catchphrase, you're fired, became iconic elements that showcased his assertiveness and decision-making proudness. This not only bolstered his larger-than-life image, but also reinforced the perception of him as a strong and capable leader. So it seems as if he was really eyeing the White House position as president for a long time by having all of these different medias, media outlets, media outlets, such as The Apprentice, to show he was a great leader, which he sold to the voters, which is how he became president. Now, uh, many of Trump supporters, believe it or not, are not wealthy white men, you would think. There's a lot of low-income individuals and people that love him, which is how he was able to become president, right? So how did his larger-than-life persona play in his ability to connect with his audience and supporters? Well, Trump's larger-than-life persona tapped into the aspirations of individuals who admired a bold, unapologetic approach. His assertive demeanor and confident communication resonated with segments of the population seeking a leader who would take charge and disrupt the status quo. This persona forged a deep connection with his supporters, fostering a sense of loyalty that extended beyond politics. And talk about someone who knows how to deal with the negative press which he deemed fake news. Donald Trump's adeptness, adeptness at navigating controversies and turning them to his advantage stems from his skillful utilization of the art of spin, ladies and gentlemen. Spin, spin, spin. When faced with negative press or controversy, he employed a strategy of doubling down on his position, reframing the narrative and framing himself as an outsider challenging established norms. This approach resonated with a subset of population that felt disenchanted with traditional politics, allowing him to rally support and portray himself as a defender against perceived adversaries. And these guys have political science people that, you know, they know numbers, they know everything, all the data. So they know exactly who his market 
is or who he can market to. It's all a science. So Trump has had a lot of challenges. And what are some examples of controversies that Trump managed to navigate successfully during his career? Well, notable examples include response to his legal battles related to his businesses. You know, he did have a few bankruptcies in the past. Um, he also positioned himself as a fighter against bureaucratic hurdles. Uh, talk about someone who really knows how to use the business system to his advantage. Um, so, you know, bankruptcies is not necessarily a bad word in his world. Uh, these guys know how to use the system. Uh, his ability to weather public views, such as those with media figures or political opponents, showcased his resilience and refusal to back down. These instances further solidify his reputation as a staunch advocate for his belief, regardless of the challenges he faced. So how did he transfer his business skills into the political arena or his business experience in the political arena? Donald Trump's background as a businessman equipped him with valuable skills that proved beneficial in his political endeavors. His negotiation prowess owned in his business world allowed him to navigate complex policy discussions and international relations. His familiarity with branding and marketing enabled him to craft memorable slogans such as Make America Great Again that resonated with voters on the emotional level. On the emotional level. On the emotional level. Donald Trump was also a master at using social media, which played a role in his rise to power and his direct communication with the public. Social media became a powerful tool for Donald Trump to communicate directly with public, with the public, bypassing traditional media channels. He unfiltered uh, his unfiltered tweets and posts allowed him to control the narrative, share his thoughts instantly, and maintain an active presence in the public discourse. This direct engagement with his base reinforced his image as accessible and transparent leader. That's true. He didn't get much support from the mainstream media, but he did use uh, Twitter a lot to communicate with his constituents. So, as we know, his recent arrest uh, has been all over the news. And in his recent arrest, Donald Trump's response mirrored his past strategies of defiance and rallying his supporters. He used his communication platform to present his perspective, often framing the situation as part of a larger narrative of persecution by capitalizing on his ability to generate attention. He redirected his focus and maintained his connection with his dedicated base.
So Donald Trump's strategy underscores the power of personal branding, ladies and gentlemen, direct communication and adapting to adversity. For future leaders and business owners, there are lessons to be learned about the importance of crafting a distinct identity, maintaining open lines of communication with stakeholders, and effectively navigating challenging situations to emerge stronger and more resilient. So what are some of the key takeaways that we can learn from Donald Trump's journey, regardless of your or our political opinion? Irrespective of one's political stance, Donald Trump's journey offers valuable insight into the art of branding, communication, and adaptability. His ability to cultivate a strong brand engages supporters directly. His ability to cultivate a strong brand engages supporters directly and transforms setbacks into opportunity serves as a testament to the significance of strategic thinking, persistence, and innovation in various domains beyond politics. So these successful people have one thing in common. They know how to reinvent themselves and they don't get pigeonholed into just one area of business. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another show of CM Sales University. Please like, share, subscribe to the YouTube algorithm. Show me some love. Show me some love. Visit Island Insurance Group for all of your insurance needs. Be responsible. Handle your business. Don't use GoFundMe's for that stuff for your, you know, your insurance. And it costs you 25, 20 bucks a month. We have it all. Have a good weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time, remember, ABC, always be closing.